Uh, good morning, all. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, yeah, sorry, Chair. A uh, little accident at work on Friday, which my kids think is very funny. A couple of sprains in my left leg, and my son has just finished paramedic training. Reckons I now need a senior's trip assessment, apparently. So they're quite enjoying this. All right, a summer story. So I, I love summer. I think summer's a great time of year. I remember as a child really enjoying those long summer days. I love summer nights in particular. I love that. I loved as a kid being out late, the sunsets, the twilights, the storms. I think I've shared that with you before. And in particular, I reckon Port Macquarie has got a great vibe in summer. I love being down near Town Green in the evening. You know, it's a very touristy, it's a great place to be. And I just love that vibe of being down there in the summer evening. And what I want to talk about in this story today is a, is a bit of a series of events that uh, kind of started downtown Port Macquarie one evening. So, in fact, it was New Year's Eve. We'd, uh, we just heard Tim and Kaylee had to rush back to Victoria. Um, we, we quickly popped in and saw them like a hello, goodbye for two minutes. And then we took Adele into, uh, Janine's daughter Adele, into town to meet some friends on New Year's Eve. And we're kind of walking along there and I was wondering what young people do in Port Macquarie, you know, like these days. And we're chatting with her and as we were walking, we're going past the Macquarie Hotel there on the corner. Um, the Macra, I think most people know it as. And, um, and, and Adele kind of pointed out that as a place where young people in Port Macquarie go. And, and then she made this comment about a lot of the young guys in her year group who are still here from school spent a lot of time in there playing the pokies. And I kind of went, that's really weird. Like, I'm not a pokey player myself, never have been. And my image, forgive me, is of a lot of older people sitting there in front of machines. How old am I pulling handles on poker machines? I know you don't pull handles anymore. So it just seemed weird. It, it was not something that I myself could wrap my head around as being something that a young person would be interested in doing. Didn't think about it too much, but I think it was the next day or a couple of days later, I was sitting there, I was watching this young boy playing a game on a, on a phone. And probably, maybe not of his parents' phone these days, who knows. I was just, just behind them watching him play and he's playing this game. And, and do you know how in the middle of games they have ads? Well, this ad popped up. Now, I don't know if the young boy had to watch the whole ad or like on my, uh, on my videos, my chest videos I love to watch on YouTube, I can skip them after five seconds. But this young, young lad, he watched the whole thing. And what the ad was, the ad was about can you roll a couple of dice to get a certain total? And I was sitting there watching it going, that's really desensitising our young folk towards gambling, I felt. You know what I mean? Like that, that's what they're being exposed. That's what they're seeing as they're enjoying themselves playing a game. And I've got to admit, you know, if I was a youngster these days, I'd be all over these games myself. But, um, but it's that advertising. And so I remember, funny series of events, I remember being that afternoon in the pool thinking about this and, and um, there's no research perspective in this, it's just a couple of events. But, and, and it was very, like, gender bias here, I guess. But I started thinking... How do our young women cope in that situation? How do our young women, how are our young women coping if that's what our young men are doing? Not sure. It's just a thought. Janine and I had a bit of a chat about it. But anyway, um, that very same night, Janine and I, we go into Port Macquarie and we're enjoying the vibe. We're in Port Macquarie. It's summer. You know, you're out there. And we've decided to go see a movie. We've watched this movie and um, the movie's finished late at night. Now, one of the things my kids love to laugh about is that if you walk out of Port Macquarie late at night, you could fire a gun down the street and hit no one. Yeah, like it's, it's empty, it's dead, dead. And it was after 11, so it was really dead. 
But on the other side of the street was this young couple and they kind of like glanced and didn't take too much notice of them. But you could see she wasn't happy. She was 20 metres ahead of the guy, she was storming off. And then suddenly she turned back around and she started getting stuck into this young guy. I reckon they were 20 max, I don't know. And she just started tearing into him about how he had left her alone in the pub and then gone and lost their monies on the pokey, their money on the pokies. <laughs> Strange series of events. Um, we hung around for a bit because uh, she had a go at him. She walked off. She's now a long way ahead of him. And he's just smacked a phone box, like absolutely punched it so hard that the sound got our attention. Um, I reckon he's damaged his wrist or hand or something. But he obviously was quite upset. So we were a bit worried about her. So we were walking on the other side, just paralleling them as she was going back and forwards to him. And, um, and, and she was getting stuck into him. And, in fact, Jean ran, yelled out a couple of times, said, are you right? And, and she was totally in control. She said, I'm fine, don't worry, I'm okay, thanks. <coughs> we thought we'd better watch. He kicked something else along the road. We thought this guy's got a temper. We don't want to take it out on him. Um, as, as we left, they had sat down on the side of the road, so we did a bit of a lap of the block in the car and drove by just to make sure they were still all right. And they were sitting there having this conversation as we left. And, and driving home, thinking and discussing these things with Janine, and also thinking about some things that had impacted our wider family over, over the Christmas time as well. I commented to Janine that I felt really fortunate that I live in a pocket. I feel like I live in a pocket that's generally pretty good. It's generally a really good um, pocket. Janine gave a little laugh at that point and, and commented then that it's nice that I felt like that. And I realised what she was saying. My pocket hasn't always been good. In fact, my pocket has been quite traumatic. My pocket is not always smiles and sunshine. It's not even now, but um, and um, it's had its challenges. I remember a time when, as far as I was concerned, the only thing in my life that I had to worry about was getting my kids independent, adulthood, and that, adulthood, and that was it. I wasn't, I had no other aspirations, goals. You know, there was nothing as well. I figured that was pretty much life done. Um, just not really caring about anything else. And. Um, and, and when, when life got that low, I made a decision at that point. I, I kind of went, you know what, this isn't really good place to be. It's not a very good place at all to be. And I kind of reflected back to where I felt I was at my safest and best and most comfortable. And I remembered going to church and... Uh, and having that and having that faith, I'd always, I think Vaughan said last last week, knew my ticket was paid. I always had no doubt, you know, God's grace, my ticket was paid. I had my faith. I believed in. I believed in God. I believed in the gift of Jesus, but I wasn't acting it out in any way in my life. So I made a decision that I was going to change. That I was going to go and do this. I was going to go to church. I was going to go and and be a new man. I was going to do it all. Um, Unfortunately, it didn't quite work out. And so, buoyed up with hope and expectation, I set off, and it didn't work. And I probably came back more, more in a lower spot than when I'd set out. But the good thing about the lower spot, that I recognised I couldn't do it on my own. And I said, I can't do this. It's no longer me who lives. I need Jesus to live in me. That's what I needed. So that's when I turned to God, you know, prayed and said, I can't do this on my own. And, 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 and he, it was like he was saying, yeah, I've been waiting for that. You know, it's like, it was like, I've, I've been here all along. You just had to ask, you know, just had to ask. Um, and so suddenly things started to change and things started to turn around. 
And when I think about it, I think this is a bit of a cycle I live in my life. I think, uh, I think I can get caught up and get really busy and believe that I can fix this. I can do this. I can go ahead and make a change. And I can, I can have God there as my last resort when all else fails. And I think that's a bit of a cycle I go through. I think I, I, even this summer I got into a bit of that cycle. Maybe last year didn't quite finish up as well as I thought. Maybe a little bit of crisis of conference going on. And... Um, and, 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 but one of my last resorts is to turn to God. Yeah, I'm going to fix it. I can do it all. Um, and so it's something that I need to be aware of, I think, in terms of my life. And li- listening to other stories of summer this year, I loved hearing about people being connected with God, people, people going, knowing that God is doing it, not them, that, that they've got that relationship with God. They're seeking that relationship through God with prayer. And I think that's great. To be in this space and to hear those stories helps me to reset. It helps me to recover and go back to where I need to do. And when I do, I know that the pocket is a better place to be in. You know, that pocket that I live in is a good place to be in. It's not all smiles and sunshine. There's still challenges. There's still stresses. But the pocket is a great place to be in when I have that connection, I have that relationship, when I know that it's God who's got this. So I think back to that young couple in Port Macquarie on the street there as we left them sitting in the gutter. And I wonder what they were thinking. I wonder if they were making decisions that they would change their life, that they would do something different, that they would strive hard to make sure it didn't happen in the future. I wonder if they were, he was going to do it all, whether they were going to work together. And, and I really wonder if they knew God and knew the power of prayer in that situation. Yeah, and, and my prayer would be that they did and that they can make that change and realise that yeah, it's him in us that does this great thing for us i might just pray quickly to finish up lord i uh, i thank you for your gift for your gift of uh of your son jesus and i i thank you though lord for the opportunity to live that out in our lives i thank you that you're always there for us that we just need to ask lord and i pray for our town our community our people that they would know that message lord and that they would seek you first lord and that they would feel what you can do in their life in jesus name amen Thank you.